welcome back to the the 78M podcast. My name's Sam, and and I'll be taking the reins as the the one host this week. As uh, Maxi overdid the the beef musman last night and has a bit of an upset tum, but uh, I'm not alone. Joining me this week in the middle of a hate goodbyes tour is Hope D. How's it going? Hello, good, thank you. How are you going? Yeah, I'm very good. We were, we were chatting before that uh, it's it's a bit rare that we have a, Bris- a, f- a fellow Brisbane local on the pod, so it's. It's going to be a good chat, I think. But, yeah, fun to be here. No, we're, we're very excited to have you. But look, Hope, the way we like to kick things off on the podcast is, is get inside your Spotify account or your Apple Music account and, and suss out what's been spinning in your playlist as of late. Oh, that's so cool. I literally made a massive playlist today, like a bunch of Remy Wolf uh, like inspired, or not inspired, but like things that sound like Remy Wolf because I'm obsessed with Remy Wolf right now. So Remy Wolf is my first answer. And then, like, all these other people. I've been listening to Feli Vand a lot, like a Brisbane artist as well. She's incredible. And then lots and lots of um, Holly Humberstone. So I'm going going through a time right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I did, see, no, things, yeah. I did see your Remy Wolf thing. So was that just – how did that come about? Because was it a big Q&A session with the, with the followers, was it? Well, I just actually no. I asked them a question. I just asked for people to give me more Remy Wolf things, so so that I don't like overdo it and then end up disliking her because I just play her over and over again. But I found some stuff. It's great. That's right. I think with some artists, there's no such thing as overplaying. So hopefully, you won't get stuck in that that hole. I agree. Curve, but yeah. Well, straight off the bat, I've got to ask. I mean, you've had a couple of shows under the belt now. So how's tour treating you? Yeah, really good. I mean. We only have done two shows, which were two weekends ago, and I feel like I'm still recovering. But it's been so much fun. Like it's it's a it's such a different experience getting on a plane with a band instead of just yourself and like um, just having such a good time and meeting all these people and having the first tour. Like, well, it's my second tour, but like to have another tour and to be able to like appreciate everything because COVID completely shut it all down. But it's just so much fun, and I can't wait to keep doing it. I'm having the best time. <laughs> Well, I did see that that you're sort of, I don't want to say loving, but you're you're embracing the hungover plane trips. So, yeah. can you run me through how you've mastered that? Because I have tried and have failed miserably. So I am very keen to learn the trick to the trade. Oh my god! Of course. Well, first of all, I, I haven't, and I'm the wrong person to ask. <laughs> but I'm a master at having them, I guess. It was like the first um the first place that we were going off to two weeks two weekends ago, we all met in Brisbane. We're going to um, Sydney and I was already like lit on the plane. So then I woke up like hungover on the plane. And then um, that was a good one though. Cause then you wake up and you're there and um, everyone else is doing things. It's good that everyone pulls their weight as well. Like everyone's picking up luggage and stuff. That's like another thing. There's so much stuff. It's just so much of it. Um, but then um, the next day, the Adelaide one, you kind of just put on sunglasses and a hat and you just pretend everything's a, a big fever dream and it's fine. And that's how you get over it. Okay. So it's just sort of embrace, accept, and just mm. power on. Yes. And mask it. Just like pretend you're not there. Put as many things on. A hoodie, glasses, a hat. You're good. All right. Love it. I'll keep that in mind. But you, sure. you said before that, you know, obviously COVID's a thing and we hate to bring it up because I think everyone's sick of it now. But Australia has sort of been starved of live music for nearly two and a half years now so i guess we'll get to the relief of touring and playing live music again but 
when you were rehearsing to to go on the road were there moments where you're like shit how do i play that song again or like how how did you sort of come about rehearsing and getting the show ready to to play live after so long yeah well it's like changed so much since like our first show back as a band would have been two i think like two years ago at the end of the year but they were very chill nothing like the cap the capacities was completely sliced and then sliced again mm. um it, it is weird navigating it and like you know you don't know if this practice is just going to go to waste because it's going to get cancelled um but you know just having that optimism and also like playing in rehearsal feels just as good as playing on stage and that like serotonin boost for like me and the and the band is just is pretty worth it anyway but um yeah and it gives you opportunity to take time and to like rearrange everything to kind of make it the best it can be i think yeah well i mean you are touring in support of your your latest single hate goodbyes and it it's been getting a heap of plays in the last few weeks since it dropped but it's it's not necessarily a new song am i correct in my yeah, my research so you'd written it a few years ago but i guess how did it feel to to drop it now after having it in the bank for for so long oh it's just like it's very therapeutic to have a song that's just been like kind of sitting there and like written and that one that you like so much and like kind of know that other people will be able to relate to something because it's a very like common topic i think um but um it feels awesome and it's just like exciting because i get to release all those other songs that are in the back burner and i keep on writing new songs so i can't wait to release all them but this song in particular um yeah it's kind of funny because it, it's it was so long ago like you can even hear like 2017 and 2018 in the lyrics that's like what four four five years ago yeah. now isn't that insane <laughs> well crazy so i can't feel anything in in regards to that like relationship that I had at the time however like the hate goodbyes theme is always like in my life no matter what so it's um it feels great it feels like a little bit nostalgic but fantastic as a whole yeah I mean you sort of hit the nail on the head I mean I was gonna ask next does it recontextualize the song's meaning to you so I guess you, mm. you know you said you're not in that relationship anymore so does it, does it bring on sort of a, a whole new wave of I guess thought process or you know, how do you sort of look at the song now versus when you first wrote it? Yeah, well, it's funny. Like, writing songs, sometimes your subconscious can tell you things and you don't actually realise until you listen to it later. So definitely in this in this sense, like, writing it, I kind of wished that that would be my last hating of the goodbye and that, like, on and off relationship wouldn't happen again because you learn a lesson. But it's just, like, very um, – it happens a lot. And it's, like, really cool to look back that five-year-ago me, which is, like – so much less mature than I am now and I'm not mature like felt all those things and wrote a song about those things and it's like still a repetitive pattern pattern I guess but um yeah it's just kind of nice to have a diary entry finally released I guess throughout the last year you've been all over the airwaves and playlists with happy hangover which was a collab with G flip and I, I guess I'm sort of wondering for you know for me who used to write songs that will never be heard I hope for the the you know, through the light of day. I mean, when you're co-writing versus writing on your own, what's the difference? Is it, is it a, a sort of a massive change? Is it Does it take adjustment sort of being vulnerable with someone else? Like, what's sort of the, the process? Yeah, for sure. Like, I haven't done too many co-writes in my time. But um, I really do enjoy the process because it's like, instead of your own brain and that, like, pressure of people knowing what you're talking about, there's, like, two brains together and the other person might help you, like rearrange something to make it more like palatable um yeah like that's kind of how i see it and 
I do, I do really like it, which is great to know. Um, yeah. Does that like kind of answer your question? Yeah, I think so. I mean, okay. coming from the co-write and then back yeah. to hate goodbyes. I mean, mm-hmm. I know you've already sort of written it, but is there, was it nice to have that independence again and, and being really able to, to own your song? Yeah, for sure. See, I think that I never really enjoyed co-writing because of that kind of sense. It's like when you do co-write, the whole song isn't yours anymore and you can't put, like particularly pinpoint it to something like a really personal thing that's happened in your life. Not that I really know what it's like to co-write with a song like that. Kind of actually, I'm kind of blabbering. I'm kind of shit talking right now. <laughs> but basically, um, I think I do, like I love having the song being like solely mine because I can just say whatever I want and like, put it out there, I guess, um, without another opinion. But the other opinion is also great. It's such a pro and con to both of them, I think. Um, but I, I am a, I was a solo artist for so long and I still kind of am. So it's like, I do enjoy that um, solitude within the lyrics and stuff, I think. Mm. No, I love it. Well, I mean, over the next few months, you're, you're crisscrossing across the country, really. Um, with headline shows and, and other festivals, I think you're jumping on Groove in the Moo and, and sort of even taking uh, the tour down to Hobart, which poor old Tazzy doesn't get a lot of love from touring musicians. And I guess, in your opinion, why do you think so many artists leave out Tazzy? Is it, you know, what, what do they have to do to, to deserve a little bit more love? I think honestly I have no idea but my only explanation is because it's expensive maybe I don't know mm. to be honest. Um, yeah it's good to know that um, you know when you have like Spotify analytics you can see who listens to your songs and you know there'd be like no point going to a place that you don't have many listeners I guess well not really no point it's actually I don't know it's a good question I'm actually I'm just so keen to go play and go see the place because I've never been there so it's like two birds one stone mm. um, Probably just the money, and they don't want to cop up hungover plane ride. That's probably it. <laughs> well, from Brizzy, it is. I'm trying to remember. I went there last year. It's a very pretty city. I think you'll enjoy it. But I'm I think so it's keen. yeah, two two and a half. It's not that bad. But again, Actually. that's why they put vomit bags on the plane, so you'll be fine. <laughs> True. But bef- no, that's nothing. I have yeah. No idea. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Tough enough. But uh, yeah. Before we get into the other questions, I the back wall behind you is fascinating me and I've seen everything from a Cheetos packet to Nutri-Grain cutouts and it looks like different coasters from around the, uh, I guess famous Brisbane yeah. bars can you chat me a little bit through of course your Absolutely. work that's exactly right to be honest most of the time I'll have like a chip packet in my room and I'll, I'll be like I have no bin liner in my bin and so I just put glue tack on it and put it on the wall <laughs> because it's just like what else am I gonna do with it I gotta walk all the way to the kitchen now I'm, I'm gonna walk all the way to the kitchen to put mm. it in the bin um, most of these things are like literally just like hoarding things like that like some of them have sentimental value however like I have only just moved back here like to my house like my parents house like last year so I'm looking at all these things and I'm like I have no idea what any of these things meant <laughs> or like what they meant to me at the time which is like so annoying and I wish I like wrote a little note but I never thought I'd forget um, but most of the coasters and stuff, they're all from like when I used to travel, like literally just like Sydney and Melbourne and stuff, like to all these beautiful bars. Yeah. And I, I, I thought that I would remember the stories behind them too, but I've got no idea. But um, yeah, a lot of memories, some local artists and stuff, um, a lot of things that you find on the ground, which is debatably gross, but <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Do you have a prized 
coaster or item on the wall. And, and I mean, could we see a Cheeto sponsorship in the next few years? Because they seem to be a favourite as well. Yeah, true. I know. I I know. I have two, and like one of them is getting really discoloured. So that's kind of yeah. Maybe it's time for it to go. Favorite coaster, like no, but like the favorite like brewery, brewery, brewery. It's such a hard word to say, isn't it? Brewery. It's probably the um, Diablo ginger beer. I love Diablo ginger beer. It's like super, super spicy. Yeah. Hmm. Is there a, a famous brizzy? We'll we'll keep it brizzy. So is there a, a brizzy one that you've been? Uh... What sort of tops the cake for, for Brizzy Coaster game? Oh, there's another world one up there. Yeah. So like yeah, low love Netherworld. Like That'd probably be monster it. On it. Yeah. Yeah. Big little monster. Netherworld's a it's a good place. If anyone's listening from interstate, go to Netherworld. It's in an interesting yeah. part of the valley, but just go inside, you'll be safe in there. But you'll be fine. <laughs> but uh it'd be remiss of me remiss? I don't know if that's the word. We'll just roll with it. Um, to not mention the triple J locker version you did a little bit a little bit ago, but obviously you covered Britney Spears is toxic, and this is a Max question. He's thrown me in a little question to ask while he's nursing a, a beef muscle and curry. But uh, was there ever a stage when you had considered going for Britney Spears' iconic flight attendant vibe in the studio? Wow, oh, that's no, like I had never thought of that, but. I'm so upset to hear that now when it's already done <laughs> and have that not been a thought before doing it. Um, no, that would have been fantastic though. Thanks. Thanks for ruining my day, Max. Yeah. On you, Max. He's the king of niche yeah. questions. So it's, um, it does not surprise me that he's thrown that in, but you know, mm. I'll, I'll give him some feedback. We'll, we'll let him know and he'll Good listen idea. back to this and be quite embarrassed. So take it on the chin, Max. <laughs> but, uh, Aside from the tour, you know, state borders have opened up. Uh, travel's a thing. It, it's an exciting time to be a musician. So what does the rest of the year look like for Hope D? Man, I'm going to, and saying this on radio, hopefully it happens, or like saying this in this interview, hopefully it happens, finish my uni, uni degree. <laughs> so that's just, I just don't know if it's possible. Finish my uni degree, but for Hope D, that's not even Hope D, that's like the Hannah Montana version of Hope D, like the <laughs> Um, I'm going to I, w- I would love to do more festivals I'm going to release a lot more songs like a lot of exciting things happening I want to make more like video content and like start up a TikTok I want to do that because I would really think that I'd vibe with that and then um, make more Spotify playlists to listen to and um, share them and have people come to gigs and know le- the words to my songs and just like yeah play more and share my personality a bit more as well on social media that'd be cool Love it. So it's just, it just sounds like it's going to be content central. It's not a bad part, not yeah. a bad way to be. <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah. Love I it. So. Well, for everyone listening at home, if you do want to see more of Hope D's personality, you can follow her on all the socials. Hope D Music, I think. Yeah. yeah I've, awesome. I've done my research. Very nice. Um, and make sure you jump on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, LimeWire, whatever you want to do. Listen to Hate Goodbyes. Catch it wherever you want to. Jump on a show. Go see Hope D live. Do what you got to do and support her. Thank you so much for being on the show. No worries. Thanks for having me, Sam. It was the summer of 2017 and I got burnt from not wearing enough sunscreen. I was asking for it.
love before, but you knew I had been. You kept on asking for it. You were asking for it. Now think I'm always fighting me with troubles and weak. When you were on my mind, I always struggled. My head and stomach were sick and tears, heart in between. I was asking for it. I was asking for it. You knew I had cut open and scarred you. You knew how many times that I had broken a heart. You kept on asking for it. You. Nothing could always find the way. Get it.